decent too. Damn you, Chase Legler. I just want to say one thing too to all of our fans and, and customers for for all the support and love that you do show us. It it means a lot. I think the too long didn't read version of what Luke just went on was that. Just our way to say that, that we love you guys and we appreciate what everyone's going through. And, uh, you know, we're, we're all in this together. Here we are, Sonder Stories, Chapter 39, Season 2. Chapter nine, yeah, if you will, however we want to say it. Uh, well, it's already 30, season 30 off episodes. with a record hop. Yes, a good benchmark, right? Ooh, every new record hop is a new season. Ooh, okay, I could that's, dig that. That's so what you just said, Matt. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I sorry, like I dig yeah. it. Yeah. Were you just like selectively tuning Matt? I don't know. I think I was like paying attention to you, and then I didn't really hear Matt. And I don't I'm know like why. so focused on not talking over anyone, like making sure I wait my turn, and like, oh, I have like a half second to speak. Get it in there. Right. Yeah, I was talking over him at the time too. Mm. Matt, this is like your 28th time on the podcast, but it's uh, I, believe, I believe. Oh, time on the podcast? Yeah, I've I've been on a lot of these, uh, whether in the background or. But I think this is what third or fourth. Uh, or, this is I don't the, know. This is the third attempt. <laughs> I think. I think we've only lost three podcasts, and two of them were. Or no, we've lost four, and three of them were Matt's. <laughs> Didn't you lose equipment in the process of one of them too? Didn't we spill a beer? Well, I think I spilled a beer all over the table, and that, you lost that effect. Like a so I think switch. three of them were like one was technical difficulties. One I straight up just like lost. I don't know how that happened. Wild. You and called then, me that morning. You were like, "Hey, I was editing it last night," and then it it disappeared. We only had <laughs> yeah, we only had like two of the four mics, and then the third one. I think we were all just a little too buzzed. For no, it. no, no, no. That was the one where remember the two of the mics weren't turned on. That was one of the reasons. Yeah, that was one. Yeah, that was the mo- that was the most <laughs> who, recent. Who one. knows what Actually, it comes what it comes down to is that fourth time's a charm. That's right. Here yeah. we go. Shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's let's uh, today we're gonna we're gonna talk about some beer and we're gonna talk about Matt. Matt Weiss uh, has been with us for a while. We're gonna really dive into who he is, a little bit about his story. Uh, let's start with some beer. So uh, what's everyone drinking? Uh, let's just let's uh, talk about who's here. So we've got P and P, obviously uh, myself, Matt. We got Jeff Parker over there in the corner, and yeah, we got uh, everyone's favorite podcast star. <laughs> Mr. Chase Legman. <laughs> Love Chase. Like velvet. Yeah, like velvet. <laughs> the first words of the day. There we are. Well, I'm sharing a mic with Jeff, so I gotta, I gotta watch. You know, I gotta watch the the boom arm here. <laughs> the social distance pass. So, right well, so, so, you have to watch your head basically every time there's a chance that. You Similar can speak. to last time, Chase is just the best athlete on this podcast. That's you true. Know, passing the mic around like it's nothing. That's true. <laughs> Buttery smooth. Yo, like his basketball skills we right. learned. Steve Nash with the mic. What the hell, dude? I, I want to see Chase one on one against Matt in basketball. I'd bring that. That'd be interesting. I, I got that. I still I'm got. So, I um, still got some knees in me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so scared about spraining my ankle because I've done yeah. that so many times. I have to that hurts. Some ankle you go crazy. high ankle or low ankle? Would you? Would you mess up? Uh, the whole the whole ankle. Oh, the yes, whole ankle. all seventeen of them. All seventeen <laughs> bones. <laughs> all right, so let's start with some beer. Uh, I see a lot of Oktoberfest around the table. We talked a lot about that one last week. You always got to start with the blanc. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so this has been my tradition since since starting here. I always start with a Blanc as my shift. Beer. So Blanc is your favorite Sonder beer? Uh, I don't know if I'd call it my favorite, but it's definitely uh, my go-to, my, my most uh, – it, it's – I'm not gonna, if I say it's the most consistent. That's the wrong thing to say. The too. beer you drink the most. Yeah, of? It's, yeah there you yeah. go. Like it's the one that I consume the most. I'm the most familiar with. Thank you, Danny. Yeah, those are two <laughs> different things. They you're, are two different things. Your yeah. favorite beer and the beer you consume the most over two different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my my yeah. favorite's Midwest Haze, but I've drank the most Voss. Yeah, Matt. So what I always bring up like who's drank the most of like every single one of our beers. Matt definitely has Blanc locked down. Oh yeah, it's yeah. on lockdown. Yeah. I, was yeah. say, I, I I love Blanc. I, I honestly believe it's super balanced, uh, very easily approachable. It, uh, we've kind of tweaked it over the seasons here, and it's uh, it's not as like mouth enveloping as it was at the very beginning. Which don't don't get me wrong, that was actually something that I I liked about the beer. But now it's it's way more palatable with like lighter foods. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, like salads and fish and stuff along the way, it pairs extremely well with just about everything that's get cooked, it's cooked in my house. So, and, and for those that don't know, we've actually done just a straight podcast on Blanc. It was one of the first ones we did. It was mm-hmm. one of the first beers that Chase piloted at home before we opened. Uh, it's our we, listen. We've gone back and forth on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I believe is on our cans today. It is our Belgian style wheat ale. Yes, that is what we have on the cans. Now. <laughs> so the wit beer, it's, it's a wit beer. It's ever, a Belgian wheat. It's a white ale. It's a yeah. Belgian style wheat beer. Yeah, what it comes down to with that is, I think we just we want to be as transparent with our consumer as possible, and we keep getting feedback what people think each style is. Right, none of them have been wrong. Per se, you know, it's beer categories are kind of not as like cut and dry as what oh, you would think, you know. I mean, there's all these guidelines, and it, it's ultimately it's kind of subjective to you know person's palate. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, putting a beer in a style and then being forced to follow that guideline is just kind of come on make with sense it. to me. Come then, on with it, Chase. Because then, <laughs> come on. Well, it limits your your artistic ability as well. Because yeah, this right. recipe, I. I, I pulled, you know, recipes in my head that I thought would be in it from maybe if you go back to the podcast, you'll, you'll hear more about it. Mm-hmm. The, the but but don't, don't shy away from it. I mean, that's, that's, I think where we're yeah. going with this is, I mean, you know, I think consistently as, as Sonder stories, as a podcast, as we evolve, we want, we want to continue to dive into our beers. Yeah. So I, I like where you're going with well, this. I think it just does a disjustice to the beer itself. If, if you put a recipe in a box and try to conform it to that style because of the style guidelines that are given by some some guy sitting down and writing guidelines, like who who cares? <laughs> well, and that's what I love about your guys' process downstairs is that you don't necessarily focus on what's normal or like what everyone else is doing. Like even with yeah. like our Oktoberfest, we all pretty much have it here that we're drinking. It you've said it before; it doesn't really fit a Marzen or Fest beer style. It kind of falls in the middle there. I think that's something yeah. that you guys aren't afraid to push the boundary, but at the same time you know, produce very good Germanic beers, you're falling in the middle, but it ends up being a more creative and unique beer, which we all love. Yeah, and, and I think Blanc is the epitome of that. Blanc kind of, to I me... that orange when you burp, when you burp oh, after man. it. That, oh, it comes yeah. back up. I love yeah. it. I love it. Name another wit beer that's doing that, or another wheat ale. Like, Ooh, that, that oh, you, that you I crush. love what, what just happened. Is that what you would call... Would you call this a wit beer? Yeah. Chase, yeah. would you call it a wit beer? Uh, yeah, I would. Like, I'm, I'm not BJCP certified or anything. So, <laughs> so like, literally, no, I, I just think this is nothing. such an interesting conversation because as a marketing team and as a production yeah. team, like, we talk about this all the time, right? Yeah. I would actually love, for those listening at home, I would love to know. Where would uh, you would put it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reach out to Danny and, and let us know. I, I would love to just hear more from our consumers about this. To me, it's a, it's a Belgian wit is what I would call it. Yeah. yeah it's uh, a traditional Belgian yeast strain, which I think 
you know, I think that kind of gives more weight into the style, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then it's kind of Americanized in certain aspects, and uh, there's a German method to it as well. It's kind of all over the place. But it's 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 a delicate yeah. beer. Yeah, it doesn't taste like it's, you know, dislodged and confused. Right. It's not Sup- overly sweet either. Super complex, too, yeah. which is my favorite thing about it. Uh, you know, and I talked about this on the podcast. Matt, I'm not sure if, if you and I have ever talked about this, so it'll probably be fun given how much you love the beer. But this beer, when Chase and I first hung out uh, – here in Cincinnati after he had basically moved down here and we were hanging out. I, I remember us talking about specific beers that we loved, and one beer that we both agreed on that we loved was Allagash White. Oh, I love Allagash. Yeah. yeah that, I, I, I was going to say, that, that is awesome. Uh, up, upstate New York, right? Or, Maine. Uh, oh, it's Maine. Maine. Okay, sorry. Yeah. My, my apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Portland, uh, Portland Maine, I believe. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Somewhere around there. Somewhere in Portland. Yeah. 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 And, and that was kind of the inspiration for we would love for one of our staple beers to be a Belgian wit. Yeah. Uh, white ale, wheat ale. So you I actually, uh, another one of the, the Sonder folk here, uh, Daniel Schmer, longtime friend of mine. He's actually sitting back here on his computer. Uh, he is the one that first got me turned on to craft beer yep. uh, back in the day. And uh, one of the first mixed six packs that he bought, I used to be a klepto and keep every bottle that I had because, you know what I mean? That's how kids decorate, I guess, mm-hmm. is with empty right. alcohol bottles. So, uh, but anyway, so the... Um, the bottles that I saved, I actually I found them. I found them in my mom's basement not too long ago when uh, the water heater bust down there, and she's like, "Come get some of your old shit from the house." You know what I mean? Just like get it out of here. <laughs> hey, could you get and rid I, of all this old glass? Yeah, she's like, "You right. just have like cardboard boxes full of old bottles," and I was like, "Yeah, but some of them are signed." <laughs> it's just like by who? And like it's just me and the homies. Like we were That's dumb. Cool. We were dumb. <laughs> so, so you had bottles signed by Daniel Schmur in your well, basement? Not just Dan, but like other people that like we'd have a good party night and be like, everybody signed this bottle. This is sweet. You know That's pretty cool though. That's cool. I have a I have a cap, a cork. Yeah, cork, so. uh a cork that um is from a Cantillon bottle that uh Jen, Daniel, and I drank the night that Chase accepted the position. Oh, nice! Uh, and and we all signed that cork. I still have it. It's in my just house. nostalgia. I yeah, mean, it's a it cool means thing. nothing to anybody else, but it, it's it's cool to hold on to. And but unfortunately, bottles weigh you know in a couple boxes of them. They're not corks. They're they're twenty five yeah. pound, thirty pound boxes of, right. of glass. So, not, so did you like, get rid of them? Oh yeah, they're all gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh you should, <laughs> he's gonna. This is funny. Uh, on moving day, on one of Daniel's moving days, when he moved to his house with his wife, uh, she made him get rid of the. Uh, his glass collection and, and my glass collection was uh, is dwarfish compared to Daniel. Daniel's was three rows deep, eight feet, na- eight nine feet tall, and it spanned three walls of his just house. Just empty glasses, empty, empty glass. bottles. Oh my gosh, just so many empty bottles. But when they moved in together, she had to they they bagged them all up and he had them in the storage unit. And then the storage unit went. And I remember that day. I remember the noise. It was like it was just like seismic activity with how much glass was smacking into each other. Oh, man. <laughs> And a little bit of Daniel Schmur died inside that day. That day. There's a, that day. And that stuff doesn't, like, pack well either, you know? No. It, no. You, you got to, like, no. it just, like, makes it onto the They were in garbage levels. bags, yeah. like, like oh, double, hef- double hefty bag. <laughs> I have a few, uh, a few remnants of, of experiences, more like beer moments. One of them is that, that cork. Uh, I have a, a bottle of, uh, and I, I don't, I'm not going to. I'm not going to butcher the name, so it's Westy, right? Yeah, wow. yeah Best Lettering. Yes. God bless <laughs> Say you. Say it fast enough, that way nobody can <laughs> yeah, question right. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Daniel and I drank that bottle together. And again, that was a, that was a night that, um, actually, Chase was in we, town for an interview yeah. that night. Yeah, I was going to say I was, I was there for that. 
Um, and uh, I've refilled that bottle. I saved the cap, refilled yeah. the bottle with water, and recapped it. Oh, that's so super have, cool then. So I have the cork, I have that bottle, and then I have a can that is unopened. Uh, this one's really random. Of uh, Oscar Blues uh, 10 Fitty. I think oh, you're about yeah. yeah. to tell me yeah. the Hutie Delight from last time Bengals were in the Super Bowl. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm out on that. <laughs> I know a family that still has a six-pack, and they're waiting for the next. <laughs> I, think, I think the House Chase is buying. Don't they have a, uh, an old Hootie bottle or something? You were just talking yes, about this. Yes, 1985, and it has. Do they have like a has, speakeasy wall? Do they have like no, a speakeasy no, wall? No, they, like they just have storage, balls? and it has the, uh, the actual uh, season on the can as well, like who they play and whatnot. And mm. oh. it, goes, it says like playoffs at something. It's like it eight, know, 88, right? I'm, I'm going to show my ass I, right now. I'm I don't know. A, I'm not a huge I honestly don't know. I'm not a Bengals fan, so yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But I wonder if that's got some value. I can ask Bert. Maybe yeah. scrap that. Yeah, I can, I can, <laughs> right. it's got, the aluminum's worth a nickel or something. Hey, we, can, right? we can talk. I can flip that for you on consignment, Chase. <laughs> yeah, so I have that, that, that can of 1050, uh, and the reason why is that's the first beer I bought. I bought a four-pack of 1050 uh, when my oldest daughter was born, when my first child was born. Oh, that's cool. I nice. bought it. Like, not on the way to the delivery room, right? Right after she was born, uh, Liz asked me to go pick up beer. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we had, we had hospital beers with all of our kids. That's awesome. one of my favorite things. Right. Uh, and I had a Canteon that she didn't know about, but we weren't going to drink that right away. So I had a Canteon. I held that. And then she asked for me to go pick up dinner and beer. And so I went, I went to Kroger. And at the time, basically the only craft they had in that set uh, was some random stuff. And then they had 1050. What type so I of bought beer a four pack. 1050 is solid. It's a stout. Yeah. It's, a, oh, okay. it's a very good beer. Barrel yeah. or barrel aged or do you they, get the they release barrel aged now? But this was just okay. a base. Okay. And so we drank three of them. I saved one, and I have that can still. So I have a nice. few things well, like that. Cool. But um, yeah, it is a Russian Imperial. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I have I've had a lot of bottles and other things as well, but they also were forced uh, <laughs> forced into <that>. declutterment. <laughs> Yeah, into uh, a garbage so, can. So I get that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So oh, sorry. Get back to it. My favorite Sonder beer though yeah, yeah, yeah. is Batch One Zauber. Batch One Zauber. It, it kind of hung around for a little bit, and the the lager really like it. It really started to show some different characters uh, around month three, month four, or whatever. And it was still drinking so well. Like not oxidized, not not uh, sweet or anything like that. But it just kind of started to meld together a little bit better. And I. I Thoroughly enjoyed Zauber and slow pouring, and I started teaching all the bartenders down there about slow pouring. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> For those I, that don't know, Zauber later became Rally Cap. Oh yes, sorry. Uh, yes, back before we had a Pilsner that was under branded under Rally Cap, but now because Zauber was such right, it, I'm, yeah, correct me wrong, it's yeah. because it was such a highly or appreciated beer that we yeah. brought it back as Rally Cap. I think Absolutely. we all just kind of like that recipe a little bit better. I think we all liked the pills as well, but. Oh, yeah, the pills will come back. Well, yeah. well right now, Zauber doesn't hang around long enough, or Rallycap doesn't hang around long enough to, to get that three, four, five-month age on That's it. a good point. Yeah, yeah. you kind of got to take it, take it home and do it yourself. But, right. uh, yeah, and and now we have enough, enough outside sales partners that a 30-barrel batch has gone in you know, a day. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, uh, Zauber is German for magic, correct? Correct. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it magic or magician? Ooh, I don't know. Zauber? I, I think it's magic. I think it's magic. I think it's magic. But uh, Chase is a magician on the side, and so that's why we decided to name that. His beer. card tricks are legendary. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> it's uh, still one of my favorite memories ever of Chase Legler. is his birthday one he'll, night. He'll only do the trick like two or three times, and then the, the third or fourth time you ask him to do it, he'll just throw the cards on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's not going to teach you the trick. He's right. not going to show right. you how to that's do right. it. That's right. That's right. 
Yeah, Chase was hanging out on at his on his birthday at some breweries, and I met him at his house late. And and safe to say, you were feeling no pain. True. Uh, <laughs> Two feet tall and bulletproof. And that's when I As learned you should on your birthday. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I learned he did magic, and that was a, uh, a very fun evening. It's like, that like wasn't shocking for me to find out. I don't know why. I'm surprised <laughs> he has so many friends as a magician. I would have never, pre- I would have never predicted it. But then when someone was like, "Yeah, Chase has magic," I was like, oh, "Okay, that tracks. I can see it." Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's dive in. Let's dive into your story a little bit, Matt. So uh, you've been with us since the beginning. Yep, I was here uh, not during soft opening as part of the team, but just here as. A soft opening uh, enjoyer of the the ambiance of the place, and uh, no, then uh, the next the the opening weekend, you guys you guys were here. Uh, you guys asked for volunteers, and we me and my girlfriend signed up for that. I was driving people around in the parking lot in the golf cart, and uh, you know, driving them to That's and from awesome. their car because it was raining. It was raining our opening weekend, like of yep. all of all times to be drenched. But we had the golf carts out there, and everybody was a little surprised that I was willing to drive them across this road. You know what I mean to whatever parking lot they were they were parked at so our businesses around us kind of chipped in and helped us with some parking space that weekend so, so you so you drove the golf cart mm-hmm. um, and then how quickly after that did you start slinging beers in the tap room that next friday uh daniel called me and asked me if i wanted to fill an application out over the phone because uh, <laughs> they needed help they needed help that friday night so. <laughs> that's awesome i've never heard so, i actually of all of the failed podcasts we've had trying to do your yeah, story yeah you never heard that part of it. i didn't no, hear that he you actually, would have applied he, over the phone he, he can you start me. now yeah. <laughs> pretty much yeah he was like he was like uh i'm just gonna like fill in some boxes if you could just uh you know i don't need your social you can fill that in but uh, like you know, what's your address currently <laughs> mother's maiden name <laughs> right. do you have any references besides me <laughs> Yes, yeah, uh, so you so then you started slinging beers for us that Friday night. That that uh, so October twenty seventh, I believe, was the opening. Uh, yeah, that was Saturday. Yeah, so that next weekend, November second or whatever. Awesome. Uh, and I was actually partnered up. That was the very first time I met Jeff. That was his first night as well. That first Friday night. And, uh, and, and the wait, bromance that was, has never been the same, that's right? Oh, <laughs> we became we became best friends like instantly because oh, yeah. we had we figured out that we had control over the music. I'd never worked at a place where I could be the jukebox. And, and me and Jeff, as, as many people who work here now know, uh, me and Jeff dominate 90% of the musical airwaves that are going on here at Sonder. Uh, we, we can it, now hear pretty clear. Oh, yeah, oh, we, we you, ma- you made a we mistake giving us a 1,000-watt system with a subwoofer. You made a mistake. And a scissor lift. <laughs> Mini- <laughs> yeah, and a scissor lift to mount them up in the ceiling. You'll yeah, never get them down. Way up many down. people who sit up here in the office, and by many people, I mean all of us, uh, have since questioned why we gave you so much speaker power. <laughs> what was today? Today was like classical music. Dude, oh, you got to love oh, it, right? That was just one, that but that was, was Motown. The, uh, okay, it's somebody up here. I don't know if it was Haley or Chad, but somebody said it reminded them of uh, aquatic aerobics. Oh, and no, it totally did. dude, you did the Sound of Music. Wasn't it the soundtrack for we, the Sound of Music? We did play some Sound of Music. And Chase actually started that up, but then we kind of ran with it. Yeah, Katie shot me a text like, "What the hell is going on downstairs?" We're right getting now? in touch with our German roots. Y'all back off. I was we're, like, they, "We're trying to do." They must be running out of music. I don't know. <laughs> we switch it up. Fresh. That's the thing. We I'm good with up. that. I'm I good with that. It, yeah. Like a lot of our a lot of our similarities in music are are right in line. Like uh, you'll hear a lot of the same. You know, reggae. Uh, we go old school, like like Dylan, the band. 
Conway uh, Twitty, I'm here uh, for those days. Merle Haggard, yes, Wade you know, Jennings, old school country days. Yeah, that's usually that's usually uh, more up my alley. But he busts out some real like some bluegrass gems, like Allison Krauss, John Prine. You know, what I mean, like some oh, Americana yeah. folk. Like that's Jeff's niche right there. Niche? How do you? Pr- I'm not. I think niche. Know, I'm here for it. All right. <laughs> it, was, it was Ben niche. Ramsey's birthday today, so I had to go play oh, nice. Conway Twitty. Happy I didn't birthday know that. Oh, Bummer. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> even put two and two together. That's awesome. Bummer. I didn't know it was his birthday today. Yeah, I would I'll play. I would have played the Marilyn Monroe, the, the real breathy one. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's got to be Happy Birthday, Darling. You, you nailed it, Chase. <laughs> right, then I, I did the uh, the Beatles as well. But, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that what he's into? Uh, ben? I yeah. Don't, he is actually not familiar with Conway Twitty, but he does listen to uh, classic country. But okay. more, think more we, like in like the 80s and 90s, it seems we like. We gave yeah. Ben the reins yeah, one Ben's day. like Chili Peppers. And like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Chili, oh. Slightly stupid. Like that's that's him getting more like reggae, more contemporary, like well, slightly like, stupid. Are you insulting like, him or is that a band? <laughs> no, it's a band. Oh, he's okay. like UK <laughs> frat house 1997. Really? <laughs> Damn, I know that playlist. <laughs> Nirvana? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I oddly he's know. He's like Yosemite Sam, so a little bit of that throw <laughs> Oh, gosh. He actually yelled Tarnation the other day. That was hilarious. Like an actual reference? I don't know if he was doing it as a joke, but it came out so fluid, I'm not going to question it. What in the tarnation is happening? Tarnation, we're trying to get this done. Damn, that's funny. That's pretty good. So, so you guys, so you start in the tap room, you're working with, with Jeff Me Parker here. Me and Jeff are swinging suds, singing back and forth to each other to every song on the radio because, you know. On night one. one. Night one. Night one it was. Like, oh, uh, singing with cool. customers. That's sweet. Right. <laughs> Uh, and Jeff, uh, I, I made it known to Jeff, I think either by that Sunday or it was the next Sunday, that, uh, that my heart was set to try to get into the back, trying to okay. get into production. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I do homebrew, um, but I have never, I've never been on a, a big system. I've never been on a big boy brewing system before. So it's uh, not even like, a, I didn't even do like 15-gallon batches or anything homebrewing. Like, I think nine gallons was the most I ever got. And it was just a double five-gallon brew. So... Um, and you had actually, before you started bartending, I, I'm sure you're okay with, a, with, yeah. with me sharing these, yeah. these stories, but you had actually met both Chase and I. Yeah, you, you were, fl- I, I actually didn't put two and two together that, uh, that I was meeting you again after I had met you originally at yeah. uh, the o- o- O'Brien's. O'Brien's, right? yeah. Uh, you were at the bar enjoying uh, a couple of beers, but you also brought in a, cr- uh, a howler or the, one of the insulated uh, sleeves or whatever yep. that you have, your howler of your homebrew, right? Yep. yep. It was the IPA my dad and I had brewed that uh, we would we ended up later sharing at one of our investor parties. It was the beer we called Hop Collaborate and Listen. Oh, nice. Uh, it was an IPA, and you picked out the hops in it. I was wild. I got impressed. all of them except for the, uh, which, didn't you have Zythos in there as well or something like that? No. Uh, you got Amarillo, Citra. You didn't get the Simcoe. Oh, uh, okay. Mm. Okay. Um, but uh, I, was, I was very impressed. And, and, yeah, we had a great conversation. And so we had met. Uh, Daniel had brought you in. And yeah. he's like, hey, I think you'd vibe with my buddy Matt. And so, uh, so we kind of hung out that night. And then you had met Chase uh, because you actually had, had interviewed for a brewing yeah. position. Right. And yeah. when I came in, the first thing I told him, I remember this, there was nothing in this building. It was literally just a shell. It was the shell, outside yeah. walls and the flat floor. Yeah. And, like, you could see wires and exposed conduit or you know, electrical wires and stuff coming through the walls. And he brought me in here that day. He met me out there at the construction trailer. And uh, he was like, this is the most air conditioning you're going to get all day. So we're going to go into the brewery now. So, uh, but we walked in and I flat out told him at that point, I was like, look, I've, I've been kind of coached up that you are, you're very meticulous and you know exactly 
what's going on under your roof. And I just want you to know that I'm probably the greenest individual that you're going to interview for this position, but that doesn't lessen my heart or like where, where my desire to be at is. And I understand that there's a huge amount of information to be under your tutelage. So, and Chase, you mentioned well, that to me that you were impressed yeah. from that interview, but yeah, it, was, it just wasn't the right fit. Well, the story's the end of the interview too, because you know the position I was looking to fill was definitely somebody with you know a good amount of experience because of what the task I had, you know, what laid ahead for our tasks that had to be done. I mean, and you were looking for a head brewer. Yeah, yeah. I had to hit the ground yeah. running. Yeah. yeah, I'm not huge in titles, but yeah, right. Um, some of the with decent amount of experience, right? Uh, which you know, obviously, we have Luke now. Um, but yeah, but throughout, you know, I kind of toured you around the facility and tried to give you a vision of it and we were hanging out, we had a couple of beers and at the end, you know, I, I just have so much respect for Matt for saying this. Like he was just like, yeah, so, um, obviously I'm probably not the right guy for this position right away, but in the future, you know, and I was just like, wow, that's really, you know, I respect this guy a lot because he was just blunt he was honest about it. Um, and he wasn't trying to, you know, bullshit around it of trying to get a position that, you know, is way above me. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, at the time, at the you, time. Just, yeah, yes, that the you time, just weren't ready for it yet. Right. Yeah, and that, yeah. and that point of what you were hoping your career, oh, would I'm be. still not ready to take on what everything that Luke's able to do for, for chase, but I I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm so do, let's I'm talk about that. Let's talk about that. So you, you, uh, sling, you sling beers for a while for, mm-hmm. for a couple months. Yeah. Probably uh, close to six months, I would say. Right. So yeah, I was working another daytime job. Uh, I was working as an auto repair uh, service advisor, so writing up. I was the bad guy, having to call everybody and tell them that, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I know you came in here for an oil change, but it looks like your brakes are also gone, and you have a flat tire, and, yeah, it's going to be like $1,000 to get your car back. Is that a scam, or is it it's real? It's not a scam. A lot. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> mechanics do sell work. They do sell work. Like, that's their job. They're, yeah, they're trying course. to get They're trying to get more hours on the clock so that they can qualify for more of their, com- or, you know, like parts bonuses and stuff, because all that stuff is incorporated into a shop, a working shop. But... Uh, these guys, uh, for the most part, like the, nobody wants to replace a transmission if they don't have to replace a transmission. You know right. what I mean? Like nobody's just trying to tear apart your car just for the you know the sake of it. Like we're not just having fun in the shop. These guys are trying to turn jobs over and whatnot. So, uh, but do well, they push the envelope a little bit? I think they they definitely like, they rec- rush the filters. Uh, filters are yeah, all the yeah. like, <laughs> my pet peeve because yeah. every time I'll go in like you need a new filter and I'm like. All uh, right, yeah, let's go take a look at it because I know what a dirty filter looks like. <laughs> and I like, you know, look at it, fan it open. I'm like, dude, there's like nothing in here. Like, right. are you seriously? It's only like, a top cover. Yeah. Like, well, it's not too bad right now, but I'm, but pretty soon, I'm like. But I know you're about to hit some dusty roads, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Regler. Yeah. When, I see like, those boots. And to Matt's point, that's probably the easiest like fix, right? It doesn't take a whole lot to. Well, it's just yeah, it's a it's a it's a product that's a quick. Literally, right. pipe. You got to change your windshield wipers every yeah. time. Oh, it's like, yeah. You also need to replace your windshield wiper blades. The markup on that is like three hundred percent. Yeah, that's, that's a markup. It's like yeah. so. Yeah. I've I've uh, been privy to some like breakdowns as far as like markups and stuff. You you guys would not believe the markup on light bulbs. Guess just anybody guess uh, just uh, a standard American A base bulb. You know what I mean? Sixty watt goes in your lamp. One hundred and eighty percent. You're close. Oh what? God! I don't want to know. It's like eight hundred or eight hundred ninety percent, eight hundred seventy percent. Look it up. It's like seriously, like it, it costs like a penny and a half to make a light bulb, <laughs> and they we're, sell it for three dollars. Tur- <laughs> turns out we're in the wrong business. Hey Chase, how quickly can you learn how to make light bulbs? <laughs> oh, um, probably quick. I don't know. <laughs> we yeah. can just scrap all those tanks down there. We have plenty of metal. <laughs> Chase, <laughs> the, uh, Chase is like, 
Uh, well, if you round up, uh, <laughs> you it's like all, it's like all those math gifts, like uh, just like visualizing. My favorite is the one of Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover. Yeah. He's just like, and all the numbers are flying. It's like a beautiful mind spoof. That was Chase just now. He's like, right. carry the one, round up, uh, two days. I was trying um, to think of something clever, like it was like ah, Edison's okay, but I'd rather go with Tesla. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway, so light bulbs are marked up super huge, but yeah, like, but three bucks for a light bulb, that's the where the markability is. That's it's, true. It's because it costs a penny, and you can sell for three bucks. <laughs> I'm like three bucks. I mean, yeah, three, three bucks. You have too much disposable income. Yeah, You're yeah, sitting next to your boss. It me like two years. <laughs> three three Jeff's like, I don't get out of bed for three dollars. <laughs> I'm like, I spent six bucks, and that's like, whoa. <laughs> Big spending. <laughs> so, so you start to work your way into production. You've made it clear you want to. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, just being available for events and everything from the bar. Uh, these guys, I guess they they notice that I'm I'm in here. I'm in here for the long haul. And then mm-hmm. lost my day job, and you know whenever or going through reductions through one year. This is obviously pre COVID and everything like that. But um, I uh, lost my day job, and these guys literally just you guys were finding it everything for me to do. You let me drive the truck. You let me clean tanks, clean clean wall. I mean, you even drove, you even drove the delivery truck. Yeah, yeah I yeah. was the original delivery driver. Well, yeah. not the original. Uh, you're uh, the investor. Yeah, um, Dan Whitaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was our he was our original delivery driver. So I can't take I can't take that clout from how, me. How was your tenure as a delivery driver? How did that go? <laughs> Thanks for being involved, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, it, it was great. It was great. Uh, I think the last day I was a delivery driver was the day that I almost hit a deer and uh, lost, what, almost a half pallet of quacky in the back of the Dude, I will never van. forget the look on your face when you came back that day. I thought days. I was being fired. I mean, seriously, like, it was, it was a beer that was pre-sold, like, a, a, qu- a quantity amount to, you know, a huge account. And... <laughs> Like, our, our, first honestly, Kroger, like, yeah, our, our first Kroger, yeah, it was like it was literally like it was like week two, week two of Kroger, and, and I and like I have to call Daniel and like Daniel, uh, a deer just crossed in front of me, and he's like, "Oh God, did you wreck the van?" And I'm like, "No, no, there may be like a fart on the lens or something, but like I didn't hit the deer, but I lost the entire pallet <laughs> oh, of man. quacky in the back." The entire, like, the whole pallet was shrink-wrapped together, and it just tipped over, and the whole thing was laying sideways, and, and just beers, it's just a fountain in the back of the delivery van. Like, I'm calling him, and there's, there's still off-gassing and pressure and stuff going off. You hear other cans starting to go off now, like the pallet's shifting, and more of them are popping. <laughs> I use the beat up quacky cans for beer brats for months. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, so that when I saved came your back, cooking budget. Right, yeah. <laughs> when I came back, I honestly thought, like, if I wasn't going to be, like, on a three day suspension, I was, I was fired. Like, yeah, was, <laughs> so, uh, so we knew that wasn't going to work out. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No hard lefts while breaking. No. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm totally kidding. But so we. I mean, as a team, right? And we talked about it frequently. I mean, we, we knew with you, so it's a couple things, right? Like, one of, one of probably my favorite things about you in getting to know you over the last couple of years, you're just, it, your heart is amazing. You're incredibly loyal. We knew that you were, uh, were going to be a part of this team for a long time. You and I share uh, a similar passion in that our emotions are on our sleeves, right? Like, if you're frustrated, we're going to know. If you're happy, we're going to know. And, and I usually just need to blow up. I think we <laughs> talked about this with Haley yeah. the other night. Like, I, I usually just I need to blow up. I need to explode yeah. and have an irrational, but hopefully I don't go too far and offend anyone. But that's what I need. I need 10 seconds of blow up, and then I can put, I can put it away. I can table it. It doesn't matter how much it bothers me right now. Just, I need and then, to, and I need, then I have somebody vent. look at you and just go, 
You done? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I played some Soundgarden today on the, Shut uh, up. radio, and, and I actually got a little bit of a Matt needed. Tift. Matt needed. To, <laughs> did, did he need a ten second blow up? Does he not like Soundgarden? Oh, eight Chris. Oh my gosh. And, <laughs> well, like, like, well, so I played the the whole album, the last waltz from the band. And he was like, "Man, I don't didn't realize you diversity. played a whole album." And I'm like, <laughs> "Hold on, did well, I? Isn't Chris Cornell?" He's deceased. Yes, he's deceased. Yes. Yeah. Point, yeah, God rest his soul. You're, actually, you're speaking I, ill of a man who can't even defend himself. Yeah. Peace and peace. If he was alive, it would be the same verdict. <laughs> like, I hated him when he was alive. <laughs> okay, we're going to need a 10-second... Uh, it, has, it has nothing to do ten with 10-second pause for uh, right. station <laughs> identification. Yeah, you want to you rant? <laughs> so Matt did have a pretty complex day today. It was probably the most, most involvement he had with a lot of volume of of beer and, yeah, and nine, or almost ninety barrels. Yeah, almost yeah. ninety barrels with you know, with some blending and whatnot. So, so. you were was cellar work or brew house work? I mean, not, none of us has, has ever done a. We've never done a blend like that. We've never done a single ninety barrel pullover and then a yeah. ninety barrel package like it's, we're doing it's for Oktoberfest tomorrow. For Oktoberfest yeah. tomorrow. Oh, that's awesome. That's it's awesome. Our big run of Oktoberfest tomorrow. So. so so quickly, we'll we'll kind of wrap up what where you are today. What yes. what got us there, and then we'll get into more more uh, who you are <laughs> with some fun questions here. Because uh, we'll have some fun with these. Um, Started on the bar, moved moved to other odds and ends when I lost my day job, and then. Uh, so when you got you to production, you started really part time packaging, right? Mm-hmm. You Just were, humping kegs, man. Yep, yep. <laughs> you were uh, uh, not literally humping kegs. No, um, no, I mean, but uh, you were. Yes. Sorry, pants are on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, just, you were, just you're, you're the third guy back in production, though. So it was Luke, Jeff, and then you. Correct. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so Matt's been a, an integral piece as your team has grown, Chase. Yeah. Uh, Matt's been an integral piece to to really seeing your production team expand from doing, you know, what was projected to be, you know, a uh, hundred barrels a month to now five or six hundred a month or more. Oh, that's a, what um, do we do? What do we do? July. Yeah. We're doing like seven hundred and fifty yeah. the month of August, but last month. Was the largest month with like six fifty, I think something like that. Six fifty counted, or it's, was that six fifty projected? Because I thought we had more projected, but obviously uh, I'm going off actual pr- uh, production okay. batches. Production yeah, so so beer actually being produced, mm-hmm. which is wild. I mean, that's, that's still amazing. and and it's it's being made and and it's going out quick, which is awesome. So Matt's been a huge part of that. So then we brought you on in a full time production role. Um, geez, it's probably been six or eight months now, right? Uh, March? No, I'm sorry. Uh, February 2019. Right? Wait, so full time no, for a year. No, 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 no. You, were, you were March. I was. I was May. Sorry. Yeah, I, so I was. So I, so I still helped longer the, than I, I thought. I helped on the first production run, packaging run in March, but I didn't get brought on until May. So still longer than I thought, but uh, yeah. So about a year. And what what where you are today? So Chase has talked frequently about um, everybody being cross trained, everybody being able to to know and and do everyone's position, but. Um, I think it's fair to say that a large majority of your role is on Jeff's team uh, mm-hmm. in packaging, right? Yeah. Is that fair uh, to say? It has been, yes. Uh, now it's yeah. trans- mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks, it's been transcending or transitioning over into the cellar. I now am more under Luke. We now, now have young Dylan. Oh yeah, since we have since we have young Dylan. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Five greatest rappers of all time. <laughs> Keep his figure. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. He's like, he didn't oh, need a donut. No, that's the least a, shocking thing I've heard all day. <laughs> what, did he, what did you tell him though? You said something like, "Like, oh, you're not gonna have a donut. Got to watch that summer body for the start of fall." <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he wouldn't binge on on something a like that donut, yeah, a donut is like the least surprising thing. But I've like heard. warm 
duck donuts. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like, there was still goes. steam coming off. Yeah. Of it. He's like, maybe I'll wait until they're cold. What would? What would? <laughs> ah, <come on>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, we brought on Dylan, which which kind of freed up mm. your time to aid in the. Assist let me climb the ladder. In, in the, Chase, yeah. let me climb the ladder. It's so. great. That's great. And and obviously, it goes without saying, you're a, a perfect fit for that culturally. Uh, you're a perfect fit just with your talents and your abilities. We're we're blessed and very pumped to have you on the team. So I'm I'm Thank excited you. about yeah, that. Yeah, Matt Matt's one of the hardest workers that that we have in the entire brewery. He's always just always just willing to do whatever is necessary and just constantly working so hard to get tasks done and um, time management. He's gotten really good at it uh, as far as the cellar work and uh, he's just he's taken on so much and has learned so much. It's it's crazy to think that you know that that especially in like a year, you know, Matt will be honestly one of the best breweries in my opinion in the state of Ohio because he just always wants to learn. He's got so much drive, um, and now he's got a new task too, where uh, we send him to uh, train the trainer forklift. So I'm, he's going to be the forklift safety guy. <laughs> That's right. That's I'm right. going to own this bitch. <laughs> well, yeah. Do I have the power to write people up? <laughs> oh I barely even have power for that, man. Right. Right, can I submit it for approval? <laughs> On that note, one of the things that I actually, you know, I can, I can talk about this from a, an, a relatable perspective, but, but a positive piece as well is one of the things that I love about your personality and who you are, and it's, it's the reason that you've been able to grow here. It's a very large reason. You're always asking a question, even if it's a question maybe you shouldn't ask, you're, you're going to ask it, right? Like, that's who you are. And that's because... Just, this is me looking away in, dis, in like, discomfort right now. Well, that's, <laughs> that's because you generally, you're generally interested. You are, you are genuine in to learn that. why. Yeah, absolutely. For everything. Why, yep. did you, why did you yell at me? Why, why is it the way it is? Like, yeah, why are, uh, we, why so, are we doing it this why way? Why are we using uh, plastic cups when we could be cleaning our glassware? <sighs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> have we, have that we, was just at the start of COVID. I was like, isn't yeah. the dishwasher not sterile enough? Like, it was sterile enough But the thing is, like, I knew you. So, so, to me, my first reaction is, and everybody, it's a high stress point, right? And I'm like, dude, don't be condescending. The reality is, when you take a step back, you're just genuinely interested in why something is happening. Uh, and, and you're passionate about it, which is a great thing, and I can totally relate to. Um, okay, what is uh, so we've talked a lot about what you do here and, and working here, and yeah. obviously you're a, a, an incredible asset. So we, we thank you for that. I love this um, place, man. Shangri La. Do you, do you have? Love having you. Yeah, love heck you. yeah, we do love having you. Uh, do you have a favorite memory from being a part of the Sonder family? Is there one thing that that sticks out to you? Um, or, or, and if not, it's no worries. We'll just go cry later, but, um, yeah, hopefully there's a- um, I thoroughly enjoyed our first Oktoberfest and yeah. I know I got a little rowdy at, 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 towards the end. Dude, we all, that was did. one of the, the Benjamin Franklin Stern talks was that, that Monday. Yeah, was, yeah, that, that, following, that following Monday, he, he pulled us in the office. He had to have a talk about our, our there are got to bring it back or not. Dude, that Oktoberfest weekend was so much fun. Oh, it was a blast. I mean, really, it's a, it's a very, it's a top five memory I'm, for me as well. I'm so sad that we are not having the full yeah. event this year. Are we going to yeah. do any event? Or? Yeah, we're, we're, we're piecing together. I'm sorry, I don't mean to ask that question. It's probably no, fine. Free, no, that's sure. a great question. We had a band book, but I think since they canceled... Um, yeah, I think even the band is questioning whether or not because we were gonna we were tossing around the idea of still having the band but being able to socially distance it. And yeah. The, the short answer to your question is we don't know. Okay. Uh, we're gonna have plenty of October or not October, um, 
like German beers on tap Absolutely. at the time. Okay. Mostly because we were planning for an Oktoberfest, but then also just because we always have a ton of German beers. We'd love to do something. You know, even I was hanging out with some of my buddies that came to Oktoberfest last night and they were asking me about it. It's just tough because even I feel weird like promoting events at Sonder right now just because like we only have so much capacity and on Fridays and Saturdays we're pretty much meeting it. You know, so like we're going to like get a tent up here pretty soon. Um, yeah. We're working on some stuff. So I'd like to do something just because um, I know Haley was talking about it this morning. Of You know, we are going to bring it back. We're going to have it in 2021. Heaven forbid we're not still dealing with this a year from now. Um, so just to like keep it like an annual thing, I'd like to do a minimum like version of it, but we'll see. Yeah. The Oktoberfest, in, in my opinion, is going to be that, that festival that in, you know, two, three years, like entire, like the Mason community is going to be like, Oh, it's honors Oktoberfest. Like it's yeah. going to be, a, yeah, I think a big blowout and it's, it's going to be so much fun. I, I love Oktoberfest just a from growing up in New Blairs and like, it's going to be, I think a lot of fun in the future. My personal and Maybe this is a selfish view of it, but my favorite part of Oktoberfest was that it felt like we have the opportunity to have, like, the craft beer Oktoberfest in Cincinnati every year, which is really cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm at Oktoberfest downtown every year. My friends come in for it every year. I always have a blast at it. Um, But the thing that I liked about our Oktoberfest last year, we had a lot of vendors. The music was great. Our staff was phenomenal. Our volunteers were great. But you could go and have a craft German beer from, I don't even remember how many breweries there were. It was like 20 or something? Last year? 17. I thought it was 16, but yeah, 17. Yeah, it was 17. Including us, obviously. I think there were like 30, 40 like craft German beers on tap. Like that's just so cool. You feasibly, unless you're getting hammered, can't come here and have all of the German beers that you want. I'm pretty sure Matt and Jeff did. They might have. I I actually had all of the Oktoberfest. Spotten's my jam. Oh, for real? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, back to your point, Matt. Like, I'd love to do something where it's in the works, but we just don't have anything confirmed yet. Yeah. Obviously, I liked our Oktoberfest last year, but I think the uh, the other runner up that I would have gone with was probably uh, was probably uh, Warped Wing uh, or the. Their their Oktoberfest that they donated oh. to our event. Oh gotcha. yeah, that, that was my that was my that was, a good that, beer. was that was my my next my next favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. But I love the show out of the beer community for that entire event. Uh, I loved seeing everybody out here in the field and whatnot, and all the lights and and it it really there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential in this spot for for a larger event like that. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, Sorry, it had nothing to do with me. <laughs> no, that, that was my that was my favorite event though by yeah. far as far as that Saunders put on it was our Oktoberfest uh, my favorite memory or whatever is probably probably that night uh, you know I mean we got we got really like uh, well JP like I've met JP before at his previous not Jeff Parker uh, yeah, Jason yeah. Patrick JP that's the only JP I know he's, Dude, he's Jeff awesome. he's yeah. Jeff El Jefe like that's Jeff <laughs> yeah he was uh, he was here at the time uh, working for Listerman before Correct. he became a member of the Saunders family yeah, I didn't know if we wanted to bring that up or not but yeah, yes, no, he that's was. fine yeah okay uh, I didn't, don't talk about other people's past sorry actually that Listerman was my my favorite non Saunders the, yeah, yeah, the, the first beer uh, it was mine as well yes that wasn't Saunders that was yeah. that was a really good one. I'm not gonna lie we polished off a picture of that in the cooler <laughs> that, uh, Jesus yeah, that that was a great night. JP hung out with us. We were, I mean, we had a that, huge that was crew. like the first time that ever, like, I really got to like talk to him as a real person, not as a beer rep. Like, yep. hey, man, I'm in the industry too. You don't have to sell nothing to me. Yep, <laughs> in yep. the crew, fit in seamlessly. Oh, already part of the fam. We're like JP. Uh, I know you're listening. You'll hear his we story love soon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, this is my favorite question. You ready? 
Yeah. Uh, since you printed off the questions I sent you a couple of weeks ago, uh, an hour before the podcast, I'm assuming you hadn't seen this yet. But um, uh, yeah, I, I have like 800 unread respond emails. to emails. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I read them. I read them for the most part. Uh, the content of the email, I don't. I don't tap on the the PDFs or anything. Uh, I have I'm to just busting your balls. That. I have to be able to do that. Well, right? Sorry, you got the truth out of that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, so my favorite question to ask. Uh, and I, as an icebreaker question, I feel like you can get to know somebody. We talked about this last week with Wayne. Really quickly, by the way, they answer this question. If you could have a beer with any five people living today, who would they be? Oh, they have to be living? The, yeah. the criteria has changed. That's right. That's right. Oh, five. Um, I thought we did one back in the day. <laughs> you can give me three. If you can't think of five, give me three. Uh, okay, so... Uh, for for uh, while, while you think through this a little bit... Um, Danny, give me one uh, from your list. Um, mine would probably be my favorite author, Nick Petrie. Perfect. Uh, I have a few on my list. Peyton Manning's on that list. Okay. Uh, Barack Obama is on that list. Um, yeah, I, I have uh, Garth Brooks is on the list for what? me. Does he even drink? <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink coffee with him. Okay, okay. There I mean, I'd go. rather drink a beer with him. Right. But <laughs> uh, I guess... So to I guess to top my list off, just because uh, I don't know, growing up in my household, the uh, beers were never alcohol in general wasn't really something that was around a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. A very Catholic family upbringing. Uh, I am I'm the complete opposite. I went the op- ran as fast as I could the opposite direction, but I am the black sheep in my family across all of my cousins. <laughs> like uh, so, me being involved in the beer industry, I mean, my grandparents still to this day like they're they're. They're not long for this world, but they, they're asking me what when I'm going to get a real job, when I'm going to do something real. And I have to explain to them that this is a career. This is something that's real. This is something that has taken over the market. Um, but I, I guess it, I never really got to, like, have a beer with my dad. I, mm. st- I mean, he's still he's still around. Like, yeah. you know I mean, it's not like he's gone yeah. or nothing like that. But, uh, like, my dad, is, it, it's, it's very rare that, like, he's actually come out to the brewery one time. One okay. time. And that was cool because we, we got him – out of his element, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So, like to have a beer with my dad is really cool. Um, yeah, and this I would, and 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 I I appreciate that answer. Not to cut you off, but yeah. this this question, uh, your answer can be for a lot of different reasons, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's why, just one of those things we never had. You know yeah, what I mean? Like we never yeah. really did. Like my dad never cracked a beer with me and said, "Here, son, this is a Coors Light." My right. dad drinks nothing but Coors Light. He calls Kurt, it the Nectar Kurt's of the Lights. Yeah, I was about to say. My he, grandpa it, drinks Kerr's it's, Lights. It's, it's Kerr. It's two U's in it. It's not O's. They're U's. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, my, my dad would probably be my first and foremost. Uh, quickly followed up behind him by another member of my family, uh, uh, my Uncle Mark, off my mom's side of the family. Uh, he, I always get in trouble because Uncle Mark knows how to debate. He knows how to, he knows how to have a, an argument, a real argument with facts and logic, and still not be mad at you. Just yeah. kind of like... Throw it in your face. What do you got to say about that? You know yeah. what I mean? To have have that intellectual conversation with a couple of digs and still be respectful, and it drives my parents crazy when me and him <laughs> go back and forth because it looks like we're fighting. It looks, but we're both still happy at the end of it. You know what I mean? We'll hug yeah. it out and everything, but they don't ever get to see the end. So, like, to be able to sit down and have a full conversation with my with my uncle Mark would actually be a, uh, an awesome time yeah. without being reprimanded yeah. for it. Yeah, so. I get that. <laughs> I get without being reprimanded, I get that. Right. Uh, but anyway, he's definitely my number two. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I can relate to that because there's an element of... I couldn't so, imagine if we threw alcohol on top of it. 
Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't think he drinks anymore, but my third would probably be Ray Wiley Hubbard. You guys ever listen to Ray Wiley Hubbard? I don't even know who that is. Oh, Brother Hubbard, man. He's a pre- uh, preacher and country music artist, but he's been around since late 70s. Okay. So, like, he, he played the the Nashville bars with the likes of Willie Nelson and Waylon and whatnot, like that circuit, but he never really broke out in Nashville or, or okay. as a popular mu- country music artist. He definitely hit the Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas scene. Ray so, Wiley Hubbard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I really like a lot of a lot of his music, but uh, he would be an interesting cat uh, just because of a lot of the songs that he plays. Okay. To have a beer with. And then probably followed out with, and uh, knowing my luck, they probably don't drink either, but Kevin Durant and Denzel Washington. Ooh, I love. <laughs> I, I forgot lo- that you were a big KD guy. Oh, I love KD. Yeah. He says what he means, man. He says what he means, and he means what he says, and he doesn't care about entertaining anybody He also loves his ideas. mama. You know, yes. You know what I just realized, Justin. Him and my brother would get along. Oh, dude, I you, want you'd, you'd love my brother. Uh, right? you, you would. Yeah. You would very much enjoy Justin Harold. Actually, the only thing that you guys wouldn't really agree on is that Justin's not much of a drinker, but he literally just turned twenty-one, so we're working on it. He also but, thinks Cam Newton yeah. uh, is, is a what? top five quarterback in the NFL. Oh, he's, 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 somebody help that kid. He's somebody somebody give him takes, a real drink, dude. Let's life. get Justin Harold. We, you know what? In a future podcast, we're going to get Justin Harold to call into the. My podcast. dad's going to love this portion. So my dad's a frequent flyer now. I text him after every Ooh, that's awesome. podcast. Loves okay. it. So, okay. what's up, Dad? Yeah, <laughs> your brother what's, honestly thinks Cam. What's Cam up, Dad? Is, Harold? Is he number five? We don't need to go there. Okay. I don't <laughs> All right, John. <laughs> by the way, great. if you do, you know, do you know John Harold? You've met my I met, dad. I met him once. Yes. Yeah, I met him actually on Danny's birthday when he came down here. He, oh, nice. He's my number one favorite Harold. Yeah, I can't even. I can't, he is. I, I can't even argue with that. He is. Sorry, Dan. Uh, you're you're just a placeholder at that desk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He knows he's my number three favorite Harold. Right. Okay. Which is like appropriately ranked, I think. Mar- Mariette, his mother, is number two. Yeah. Actually, Dad, I'm going to rank Mom first, and then you're probably second. It's okay, it's okay to have dogs, an opinion. And then the dogs, and then Justin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay to have an opinion. Right. You're wrong. Exactly. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Jeff Parker, back up uh, to finish the podcast, and he brought beers. You this can always good. count on Jeff doing the beer run. That's right. beer run. Okay. Denzel's a great pick. Kevin Durant's a great pick. Uh, let's keep moving here. Uh, all right. Quickly, I need you to give me your favorite TV show of all time. Oh, shit. Uh, TV show. Um, love it. Uh, man, dude, I don't, I don't watch a whole lot of like TV shows. All right. Like, super what about your favorite but, movie? I remember uh, you Lord of that, War. Actually. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you want to go in this Nick Cage hole again? We right. literally spent like... Uh, well, I'm not going well. anywhere near Nick Cage's hole, just to be clear. Okay. The, the cage <laughs> hole. The cage <laughs> hole. <laughs> that, We're I about mean, to derail. All right, that's, just like throw an ending on now and then we can talk about Nick Cage. <laughs> All right, I need uh, I like, again, we're going to I like the brotherly uh uh duel, not duel, but love that happens in that movie. Lord of War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he ends up dying, I think, but it's I've actually never seen I've never seen Lord of War. But he keeps saying them to rehab trying to help him out. I mean, that's a way to go out though. But he does, he right. does, you know, obviously give him a bump as they say. He uh, gave him two kilos. That's <laughs> almost five pounds of cocaine before they go into the rehab. God damn it, Jesus. Hey, did you guys know a cricket has two calories? From the last podcast, Chase said something about a mouse has as much protein as two eggs. That's right. We should add a random fact to Chase segment. I'll, I'll create you a just have to sanitize it. it beforehand so you don't get the bubonic. Or <laughs> Hold on. Do you mean to tell me a cricket has more calories than a Zevia soda does? I believe it. Yes. Yeah, yes, it does. Yeah. 
It's probably more energy water. too, like more. I mean, clearly well, mice do. Calorie, but, um, mice. What mice disease? Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I I need to know honestly. Do you actually like Nick Cage, or is this just like because you, you think know it's that just I a running joke yes. that I bring it up every time? Yes, wow, I need to know. that's a really consistent joke. I need to know. <laughs> no, yes, I like Nick Cage. Awesome. Nick Cage has always been on in my household. So, like every weekend, you know, my father's a construction worker. He comes home on the weekend, draws the shades, and sits in the shade for forty-eight hours until he has to go back to work on Monday morning. <laughs> so, and every weekend, it seems we define Con Air, National Treasure. Uh, it's always a Nicolas Cage movie. You know the what Rock. I mean? Like. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, the Rock was on there. The Rock also. is it, gone in sixty seconds. Yes. All right. Lord of War. Okay. You know I mean? no. Johnny or what's that? What's the, what's the, what's the do motorcycle? Not, what's no, the motorcycle? Ghost Rider one? is yes. not a good movie. <laughs> the fact that you Stop. know it. The I fact that you know the line. it. No, I draw the I line. Like I'm just the saying they're always on. They're always on. It's right. hard not to grow an affinity early towards days. something Valley like Girl. Over and you remember Valley Girl? No, if you're gonna, go, that was not good. That's deep. No, if you're, that's a deep cut, and it's not good. Deep cut. No, it's not good. The only one I'll give you from the old school that is tolerable. Not a good movie, but tolerable. Raising Arizona. Right? Okay. What's the one with Elizabeth Shue? Oh, uh, Fear and Loathing? Is that? No, is that? No, that's uh, Johnny Depp. Daggone it. You're right. I know way more it's Nick Cage movies than I should. What's the one with <laughs> Elizabeth Shue? It's oh, Leaving Las Vegas. I hate him. I, hate him. I know his entire career. I he's, hate him. He's a terrible actor. All right. Face I need. I need oh, see? Yes. Okay. Face you're just face. You're just they're, they're making a second one. Uh, they yes. are. You just proved my point. It's proved my point. Denzel's my follow-up favorite actor. Like, well, sorry, oh, he, he's my favorite actor, but I like a lot of Hundo P. I, I am here for anything Denzel Washington okay. is a part Man of. Man on fire. Listen, Nicolas Cage, I just want to backstep here a little bit. Nicolas Cage is probably a nice human being. He's just not a good actor. Just so everybody knows, the second podcast went off the deep end on Nick Cage, and we never recovered. Okay, like, we yeah, never um, let's recovered. get us back on track here. You're right, and I love that Danny is trying to get us back here. Thank you for that, PNP. Let's go back That's to what here. I'm here for. Yep. All right. Favorite music album of all time. This is important. Huge Coheed and Cambria fan. Yep. Like they're my favorite band. I love that about you, by uh, the way. Really? I oh, yeah. How come you've never spoken about it, then? He because has. Literally, he has. Literally, no, the last time we had a podcast that didn't make it, he said this exact yeah. same thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I, I got I, out of that time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, got dropped uh, when they played at a Warp Tour. I don't know. I went a couple years in high school. It's a great I, story. Yeah, I got dropped. Um, I was crowd I was crowd surfing. Oh, I, made I it, thought you meant like you got punched in the face. No, <laughs> I, I was crowd surfing. I made it all the way to the security guards that catch you. Yeah. And it was the main stage. So the security guards were on, like, two steps. They caught me. This dude, like, turned around and dropped me, oh. like, from two steps. And, like, my, oh, sho- my shoulder and head hit the concrete, and then my hip hit, like, the graded step. And it, like, left, like, a mark, like, the, like, the like graded mark, like in, like, in the side of my hip. And the worst part about it was I'm rolling around, like... What the hell just happened? And, and guy's the, like, sorry, bro. And no, the security guard's like, get up and leave. Yeah, the security um, guard got pissed and made him leave. Yeah, I was like, you just dropped me. He's like, get the hell out. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> right. Sorry, side tangent. All right, all right, here we go. Here we go. I got two more questions for you, all right? All right. All right, the first one. What is your dream vacation? If you could take any vacation in the world, what would it be? And if you don't want to answer that one, I'll follow up the same question we asked Wayne last week. If you, if you had to self-quarantine for two weeks, but you could self-quarantine anywhere in the world, where would that be? 
So you can answer either one of those questions. I, I'm going to answer both of those questions. Okay, perfect. But I'm going to follow up because I'm split kind of on two. So, like, you were asking about the dream vacation. Uh, dream vacation scenery? I would love to go to Brazil. I'd love Dope. to go to Brazil. Brazil I've heard good things. Amazing. I really yeah. think you got rainforest to your east or to the west, and you got the ocean to the ocean. east. So, yeah. I mean, like, you, you can really see a lot. A lot of a tropical environment, something that you don't really. Is get that where you would self quarantine? Uh, I think so in Brazil. Uh, my 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 dream vacation though would probably be like a European beer tour. Dope. Yeah, that'd be like, dope. Yep. Start up, I start up somewhere around like you know Spain, Portugal, or whatever. Gotta hit and, Brussels. And, oh, you come across. Don't, don't start in Spain. No, yeah, the beer the beer's so bad. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I had a I had an ex girlfriend that yeah. went over there and did like a couple months over there, and she brought me back. She just kept sending back bottles know, of beer. We all know it's, how much I love beer. I was in Spain for ten days, and I pretty much only drank mojitos. And yeah, yeah. Wine. yeah, yeah, wine. Their so, wine game's super strong. Yeah, wine is okay. fire, but the beer is. But yeah. the food. Oh, the food's amazing. delicious, yeah. And the sangria. And yeah. The, I, love, I love Spanish guitar. I'm with you on Jeff, that. Jeff will be on this. Uh, like, I, I always play songs that may have like a little like Spanish kind of intro on the guitar, a little strumming mm-hmm. or whatever, and then it will break into a song. Uh, like, I love that, that culture, that influence. And That's I'd love fair. To, I'd love to start there and then work my way deeper into true beer country. You know That's, fair. I mean? That's fair. That's I, fair. I dig that. Yeah. I dig a, a, a two-week European. Not to mention you can fly in there Spain cheaper. Ugh. Spain, or you can even fly in like... Uh, Greenland or uh, yeah, uh, Iceland. Iceland, yeah, Iceland, and state they have to- they have things because well, Iceland's trying f- to boost tourism. You can if you do a layover there for like two or three days, you get like four hundred to five hundred dollars off your flight. So here, here <laughs> here's the gimmick with that. So they let you fly super cheap into Iceland, but everything like literally everything there is so wildly expensive uh, that that's, that, that that's where they get it. It's okay. like yeah, so they've subsidized. Are they the, in the euros? It's beautiful. I don't know, actually. I've heard it's beautiful as well. But, yeah, I've heard it's super cheap. But then, so they've subsidized the, uh, their, I don't know. Their loss. Their loss on that. No, I don't, I don't know what their, um, their airplane, their um, airplane company is called. Um, uh, it's like Iceland it's Air Iceland. or some is shit. Is that their jumper yeah. flight? That yeah. Takes you they've the subsidized that and then just make a shit ton of money on people hanging out for a day or two. That's what I've heard. Has anybody watched the Zac Efron um no, I, I've, ha- I, I've listened to a couple, or I've I've talked to a couple people who have watched it. He goes to to yeah, Iceland yeah. first yeah. and talks about the, like their renewable energy. I heard it's actually pretty team. pretty cool. It's dope, and they're they're cooking they're they're cooking like eggs on the beach on like black beaches with like volcanic oh, that's, activity. That's pretty it's, cool. It's amazing. It's too much fluff, not enough content. Oh. Yeah, Zach Efron. Are you talking about his pants? Did you? Are we still talking about? <laughs> but Chase, you're not show, mesmerized or? by Zach Efron. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's. Yeah. <laughs> Did it, you it, watch it, all... Chase? I tried to because I thought it was going to be educational. I, honestly, I I like when I watch like PBS. I like it as dry as it can be. With <laughs> raise your hand if you're shocked by this. You, you strike me as a National <laughs> Geographic. No guy. one's hands are up. Just <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You can't see this Chase on radio. Like, no I one raised their hand. Fucking Zach Efron with all his. Enthusiasm and pizzazz, six pack, <laughs> and his muscles, abs. <laughs> well, it just started. Tan skin. It just started off. I, like it started off with like him talking flawless about, like, complexion. Hollywood and like I was like, yeah, Hollywood's probably a shit show. Like, who would want to be in Hollywood, especially but, in? But dude, High School Musical. He's pedophiles. like a stoner goofball running around talking to like scientists and shit. And it, it's <laughs> Zac Efron is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. I, awesome. I so I've heard it's entertaining, but listen, this is not Chase. Yeah, this I'm is sure, not a sure knock on you. I'm, so is so is like. You know the real world, so I, you know. It's right, that's what I mean. It's the Amish love to churn butter. I don't my know. my point is, I'm sure it's entertaining, but I'm sure it's not overly educational, right? I mean, you I mean, you learn some stuff, right? You could Google it. You could probably Google what you learn in like 30 seconds and learn that. But 
this is, I mean, this is lear- why you're the learning curve favorite is not very steep. I, w- I would only Google Zach Efron telling me these things, though, because he's so, <laughs> so handsome and lovely and whatnot. All right, last question before we get into what are you listening to. Uh, Matt, if you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? Also, a great question to get to know the in- who you are. Any superpower. I think it would probably be mind reading or something like that. Oh, mind reading? Yeah, seriously. I was questioning. I'd be terrified about mind offend- reading. I, I know. was I was question whether I offended someone or like getting under their hood so is like very dangerous. It's scary. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't. I don't want that. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> I don't but, know, man. But that's a little bit of a little bit of a scope into Matt's mind, though. Because totally, Matt, that's over, why he asks so many Matt questions, right? I, I do. Yeah. I literally like. I'll come up to Chase and be like, "So I multiply this by this," and he's like, "Yes, that's how multiplication works, Matt." <laughs> 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 and I'm like. Well, I just want to make sure I have the right numbers. He's like, you only had two numbers to begin with, so just <laughs> together. Hey, well, I relate to I, that. I felt bad this morning because I felt like I was setting you up to fail this morning without oh. talking to you from yesterday. The fact so that you, like, the fact you like put it all in writing like in the morning, and like, I could reference back oh, to man. it. Matt's got a busy – because I, sometimes I'll wake up at 3 in the morning and check my, my, my calendar and stuff, and like, oh, Matt's got a pretty – and I'll check the schedule, and then it's like, oh, Matt's doing this job. Like, well, you know, he's, tell, he's a very intelligent guy. He'll be able to handle it. I was like, man, I better, I better send him a text. So I like had that text like pre-wrote at like three o'clock in the morning. Is that right? <laughs> wow, hit send at like more appropriate time, like seven thirty or something. Matt, Matt crushed the day, though. Obviously, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. No, we can't emphasize enough that Matt is honestly like the hardest worker at Sondra. Like, no offense, all like, work, the team. workhorse, and then sound like what? Yeah. No, I mean I'll do it. That's awesome. No, go home. <laughs> go yeah. home. Yeah. Always wants I, to. I have been we also can't get Matt to leave. Like when he's done, he just wants to hang out and drink beers all day, which is a that's, great that's thing. Sometimes, a you know, Deanne listens to these. She's going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> he only does it when you're working, Deanne. Yeah, that's right. that's the thing that's going to suck. Is that like, like you know, in the future when we have like employee parties and we get to you know get to have, get everybody together again, like your guys' spouses are going to like hate me because. They think you've been here the whole time. Hours a day. It's like, no, I mean, I mean, they're, they're working. Jeez, maybe Chase, like where's that? Chase, lighten the whip a little bit. <laughs> Goodness. Well, I'm all like, come up to, come up to Brew River for dinner. Like, that's because you need a ride home. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple all right, very all right. regular Uber drivers. <laughs> all right, hey Danny, let's hit it with that last segment. What are you listening to? Oh, I love it so much. Yeah, I love I it. Too. All right, so uh, Parker, Matt, uh, yeah. so we're all on the same page here. We added a new segment here. Okay. Uh, I heard the intro. <laughs> I heard the intro. Was cool. Yeah. Uh, so what are you listening to? What we're, what we're doing is we're, uh, we're trying to give all of our listeners uh, an inside peek uh, under the hood of our brains here 
of uh, what we're listening to. Obviously, as we've talked about, and as it's been uh, widely disputed via text message. Um, <laughs> the text beef. I don't, have, I don't want the song I told you I wanted to. We about, I want to change it. Uh, we have, uh, this is why you only get one. <laughs> we have a love of music around here, and it's not just the two of you. It's a lot of our, our team here. Music and builds so this place. It totally does. Yeah. It literally keeps this place. It's, like it's like a heartbeat. Like As long as, you, as, long as it's going to keep going, these guys are going to keep bumping around That's here right. doing the job. That's so. right. I love it. Yeah, obviously, we all we all love music around here. So uh, we just want to give our listeners a peek uh, into what we're listening to. So I'll kick us off this week. Uh, this one's really easy for me. Uh, it, I, I've been listening to this in preparation for being on the podcast today with you two fools uh, because <laughs> it's a song that y'all play. In the bus, uh, oh yeah, listen to oh, no this is uh, perfect. This is oh, perfect. Yes, oh, we know. We Let's know. go. Uh, I've I've yeah. had it on repeat uh, for months, but but certainly uh, the last week, uh, the Gord's version of Gin and Juice. Kudos <laughs> to you, Justin. That that was perfect. That uh, was perfect. Yeah, we love we love that song around here. But not only not only because of the fact that it's it's old school classic hip hop. You know what I mean? You got yep. Snoop going. Uh, not old school, but you know what I mean. Classic hip hop, and and then all of a sudden you got the Gord. Like uh, just bring that to wang. The, we the, were listening to Gord's earlier. Too, yeah, the yeah. Gord's yeah, version is so perfect. And and for those that that uh, don't know this or don't know Jeff and Matt uh, Parker can play this song on the guitar. And Matt and knows all the lyrics. It. Yep, and, <laughs> and Matt and Jeff it. sing it together, and it's a blast. I've been working on the uh, the harmony. Oh, um, nice. so, so next much time, drama in the LBC. <laughs> There's just a little bit of a twang to it. I mean, the most prized video that I have oh. on my phone was like me secretly videotaping yep. them singing it in the, on the bus, bus the other meeting. day. Yep. So good. <laughs> good yep. Good yep. Uh, Danny, uh, why don't you tell us what you're listening to? So I'm listening to uh, Life Goes On by Bryce Vine. Uh, something I relate to. Um, I, Justin, you've talked about it a little bit, and something that I want to start doing a bit more, um, spurred by my uh, conversation with Jeff, that uh, you know, this whole portion of the podcast is kind of what we're listening to and what we're jamming to, but I think we should also put a little bit of context behind it too. So I think for me, like the first two songs I picked were, you know, songs I were like I just really enjoyed, like they're on repeat for me. Listening to this song though kind of helps with like my mental state a little bit. It's a bit slower than what I'm typically listening to, um, but Bryce Vine's one of my favorite artists, and uh, it's just a good jam. And it's a little bit different than I've some of his other of stuff. Guy. Yeah, uh, it's Love good. It. It's, it's not really good. Uh, it's, it's, genre. Uh, again, I don't, again, I don't really know, like hip hoppy kind of. Okay. Yeah, it like falls in like the middle of like probably three or four different like pop and hip hop. Yeah, kind of he's typically probably hip hop, like his music. But this song in particular is it's acoustic, or I think it's, it's a heavy acoustic, I should say. Um, and it's like definitely kind of much different than what his typical songs are. So. He has a couple songs you've maybe heard that are okay. on popular radio that are closer to hip hop, but like I'm always he does a song called Drew Barrymore and a song called La La Land. Yeah, uh, I may have probably heard, heard La La Land. Yeah, okay. it's, yeah. It, he's that's really that's talented. It's very good music. Okay. All right, Matt. Um, this podcast is about you, so you get two. <gasps> Oh, two songs. We we gave Wayne two, and I think we're going to run with that moving forward. That if you're a guest on this Focus. podcast, you yeah, get two. That's the way to go. Yeah. So yeah. give us here. Let's do this though. Give us a song like that's an all timer for you. Ooh, like some love this. Some, some, I, some, I already had two picked out, but okay. When give you, us when a third. You, that's fine. All right. Come yeah. on. Nah, so well, so something that something that'll never get old for you, and then stuff that you're jamming to. 
Well, the ones that I was going to pick, now I'm gonna, I got to think of something. No, you got some Don't overthink it. Don't overthink do it. it. Don't, yeah. uh, do you too? So uh, Jim Croce has been an artist for me that, uh, like, my father introduced me to Jim Croce back when, like, we first started getting, you know, uh, rewritable uh CD disc drives. You can burn a CD at your house first time. Oh, Napster, LimeWire. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so everybody's super pumped. And my dad, you know, the technological genius. Actually, my dad has surpassed me in technology now. He has his own VPN and everything. But You openly <laughs> admit that you're always like... I'm just a simple country boy. Well, no, you're, you're always like an app or two behind people. Sorry, sorry. Uh, was. But Jim, Jim Croce is an artist sorry. for me. So, like, when, my, when I first started burning CDs and, and kind of figuring out what music I like, not necessarily what music my parents like, my dad asked me to burn him a couple CDs just so he could have some stuff for his truck. And for some reason, Jim Croce stuck with me. Like, it stuck with me a lot. I really liked Jim Croce. And then all of a sudden, I found out that, you know, he died in like a horrible plane crash and whatnot. But uh, also, right? Yeah. Well, also, to find out that he's like a New Jersey folk singer, he has no business singing about the country and whatnot. But yet, he's got all these songs that are super relatable just to Americana, just to people in general that hold a blue collar job. And I love. Jim Croce, and I, uh, you know, you've got the bad, bad Leroy Brown, don't mess around with Jim, uh, but the one that I really have been singing a lot lately is New York's Not My Home. Mm. So, New York's Not My Home, Jim Croce, that would be my first one, and, and it we've just had rings. A, we've had a ton of Croce this week. Yes, yes, I've been, I've been couple weeks playing for the sure. shit out of some Croce this week. Oh, we uh, love it, love it. But, uh, so that, uh, that would be my first pick, and it, it just goes back to my, my father and, and whatnot, um, but uh, I guess... If I'm trying to tie a story to it, it would just be like him and being from Texas, moving to Oklahoma, uh, and just dealing with people that are just not generally friendly to where you are from the world. So uh, New York's not my home would be my pick. Uh, and then the my follow-up for that, uh, I've got – the artist is 10-foot ganja plant. Please don't, uh, you know, hate, <laughs> hate on that. But it, it, the artist's name is 10-foot ganja plant. Uh, the song is called Collect the Trophy, and it's literally like the, the lyrics read, uh, work hard, don't complain, uh, give, give your all, not the blame, you know, give something and something will remain. Uh, like, that's the chorus. And it's, it's literally, it's it just, you know, put everything into it and you will eventually reap the rewards. So, dope. Well, that's why I like reggae music a lot, too, is that even though they've been, you know, have been forced to go through a lot of suppression, most of your music is about, you know, Love and and peace yeah, and, and peace everybody and, being a community. One yeah. that's literally a driving force of this this company is community, is family, is is. So in all honesty, that that song rings home when I when it plays. I always sing it out loud. Uh, the guys laugh at me because I can't hit that yeah. high note. But uh, I love I love that that song as well. It. Collect he the trophy by Ten Foot Ganja Plant. Love it, Parker. Ooh. What do you have on repeat right now? So. August 1st was Jerry Garcia's birthday. He would have been yes. 78 or so. So one of my wife and mine song. 78 is, or so. How old would he have been? 78? <laughs> I believe so. 1942. <laughs> August 1st, <laughs> 1942. You do the math. <laughs> I ain't mathing it, guy. Um, however, so, um, so I've been playing um, on my guitar and listening to it over and over again. Uh, if I had the world to give. Nice. Uh, by Jerry Garcia slash Grateful Dead. Good jam. Uh, that's my jam right now. Did you say he was born in 1942? August 1st, 1942, I believe. 78 would be accurate. There you go. Hashtag math, bro. Well, Chase, it's, you're it's, up. What are you listening to? What's on so repeat right now? Easy. <laughs> uh, I, honestly, I, I don't have anything on repeat right now. I'm trying to... Sorry, I'm trying to... 
think about a song. Definitely had family tradition. What's an all-time jam for you? Oh, I mean, that was on. Definitely played some sound of music today. I did play some sound of music today. Um, you don't have to apologize. If you don't have anything on repeat, that's fine. I, I don't, but I still have, obviously, some songs I love. What were you excited to listen to today? Or what was something that played that, like... Sound of music? Well, today yeah. it was it was a special day because it's, it's Luke's two-year anniversary. Oh, nice. And oh, it, really? And it was Ben's birthday. Nice. He shared this stuff. We, is that what the donuts are for? Ooh. But he, he didn't Ooh. show up till... So yeah. what, what, Happy so, Birthday, Darling by Conway Twitty. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, I do love Conway Twitty. Yeah, let's uh, see that one. That was that. actually part of my interview with Chase. Was if I or it whether was or not like, you I liked so, Conway? Too. I said something about I was like I listen to country, and he's like, "What kind of country?" <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, do you ask that in interviews? Do you make sure that they like Conway Twitty? It's <laughs> <laughs> a job requirement. This was actually. just Daniel trying to find common ground between us real quick yeah. to give us something to talk <laughs> yeah. about. And he's like, "You guys both like country music, right?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, but I like like older stuff, you know." Like, like we're gonna Waylon go down. I'm Willie gonna go down. And he's like, "Have you heard of Conway Twitty?" And Matt's like, "Yeah." I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go down stairs and uh, hang out with Helena one night and be like, so what do you listen to? And she'd be like, Merle Haggard, uh, Conway Twitty. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, makes sense. <laughs> All right. Uh, does everybody have beer in their glasses? Oh, yeah. Not enough. Not enough. You got some. Don't, what are you, what are you doing? What are you, you drinking it refill. before? I'm a refill. All right. <laughs> Plus, after I leave this podcast, the beers start costing money. So there we go. <laughs> Hey, uh, Matt, we did it, finally. Got your podcast done. Uh, you got to actually edit sure? it and get it out there first. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm nearly confident. Let's not I'm, put our, all our eggs in one basket. Yeah, I'm not counting on it. I mean, we're getting an electrical storm. And, <laughs> yeah, anything could happen. This I know, building just funny. get struck by lightning? Like no, I it's said, just Danny's desk. <laughs> we've lost four podcasts. 75% of them have been Matt's. But <laughs> 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 Cheers, uh, off. Hey, thank you for everything, Matt. Love, Cheers. peace, and chicken grease. <laughs>